Best. Stand by. You got it. And now, live from somewhere you don't want to be, it's all the news that makes you wonder what the f*** is going on. It's What the Hell News, only on The Johnny B Show. What do we got? I'll tell you what I got. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers had a very good 2022 NFL draft from trading out of the first gaining some draft capital and making some solid selections. General manager Jason Light and head coach Todd Bowles were successful in their first draft together as GM and head coach combo. I think that's a little early to say, but this is according sure. to uh, Bucks Nation. Now, I have a rundown of all of the grades that the major outlets gave the Bucks. CBS Sports gave their they gave the Buccaneers draft a B. Pretty good. Not they bad. Said that uh, trading out of round one was completely justifiable and Logan Hall and Rashad White are instant impact types. Zion McCollum was picked way later than he should have been available. Sports Illustrated gave him a B minus. Uh, NFL.com gave the Buccaneers an A. ESPN right. a B. Pro Football Focus B. Bleacher Report B. And SB Nation gave him an A. So uh, pretty happy about the Buccaneers draft. I mean, it's tough when you're drafting late and when you're a great team. That's what happens. I mean, you see all these teams that got high draft grades. It's because they had a ton of picks and they drafted early because they suck. Um, you know, so it's going to be tough to have a real high draft grade, you know, when you're when you're picking at 27. And, I mean, look, I, I kind of wanted a, a couple of players at 27, but when they traded back, I kind of wanted that too. They, get, they ended up picking up two extra players in that – and that trade back and still got Logan Hall at, at 33. And before people start criticizing, and man, I was getting text messages like crazy from people. Like, oh, God, where were the bugs? Was Jason Light on drugs? And I'm like, look, you have to trust this guy. He's been doing a great, great job. Like, he really has. Aside from the 2016 draft with Vernon Hargraves and, you know, Aguayo and all that, that was bad. That was a bad draft, okay? But. I think Vernon Hargaze may have been a year before that. I'm not sure, but you know what I'm saying. He had a couple of stinkers in there. But lately, the drafts have been crushing. You know, the only bad number one pick we've had in the last few years was O.J. Howard, who didn't pan out. You know, we could have got Dalvin Cook instead that year. Everybody knows. But then after that, Vita Vea, great pick. Uh, Devin White, great pick. I mean, it's it's been pretty good. We've been... We've been doing I in the first round. so And I think uh, Tryon from last year is going to end up being good. He's going to be a starter this year. They're not bringing JPP back. So we'll find out there. But, yeah, I say I, I tell everybody, let it let it play out before you start freaking out. They, they, they answered a lot of uh, – or they filled a lot of holes. And I don't know if you've done any, any background on any of the guys that we drafted, but I have, Will. This guy that we got our second-round uh, second pick – uh, number 57 overall, Lou uh, Gadecki or Luke Gadecki. I'm sorry. He's an offensive lineman from Central Michigan. He played tackle, but he's going to move into the inside and play guard. He's probably going to end up filling that spot from um, Alex Kappa, right? This guy's an animal. Like, he is a filthy, filthy, mean guy. Like, people compare him to um, Ryan Jensen, just a enforcer. And during the uh, the post draft interview, he called himself a glass eater, meaning a maniac, like he eats glass. He is just a big 
mean dude. He's gonna he's gonna be a really really good addition to the O line. So between him, uh, Rashad White, I think a lot of people freaked out because they didn't really have him on the radar. And you can't go by what these draft gurus I'm using quotations are saying like the best running backs and all because running backs are all similar. Like the first five running backs that get picked are gonna be similar, and the Bucks got one of them. So relax, people. Just Calm it down now. We got the best punter in college football. The kid you know, from Georgia. Did did we? Because I remember saying yeah. there was a guy named Matt Azaria or something from San Diego State who was the, the highest rated punter. And this guy was like fourth or fifth from Georgia that, that we got, which means Bradley Pinion's probably going bye-bye. He's owed $3 well, million, gonna, dollars, not guaranteed. Yeah. So he's probably going to be out of here to, to save he had a, He had a down year. He, he was really not great. And, uh, yeah, there, if, the, if this kid can be good, and a lot of people are comparing this him to, uh, you know, attitude-wise and athleticism and everything to, uh, you know, um, Pat McAfee, something like that. Like I think he ran like a four five or four yeah. six forty as he a did. punter, yeah. which is crazy. But he has a huge leg, so he can do kickoffs. His punts are. He was a all SEC starter as a punter. So I mean, he's a great punter. And I know you go, oh god, punter. Punters are very important, dude. And that kid Zion uh, McCollum, he he graded athletically higher than any corner in the last twenty five years He's in the at, draft. Is that the guy from Sam Houston State? Yes. So he did you know that he got the uh, best athlete of the whole yes. combine of the, of the whole yes. draft? He was rated number one. Yes, that's what I just said. Athletically, he he graded higher than anybody in twenty five years too. And I, I heard another cool story about him today. Um, well, it was in his uh, his press conference. He said that during the combine, a scout from the Bucks told him before they did the 40s, if you run a 4-4 or better, you'll probably be a Buccaneer. So he goes and runs a 4-3-3, goes back to the guy and goes, I guess I'll see you in Tampa. And they drafted him. So the, the, the knock on him is he's raw. Like he needs to be molded big time. He needs to be coached up. But athletically, he's, what, 6'1", 6'2", tall, like like uh, – like uh, Carlton Davis, you know, he's a big, big, big press cornerback. So and fast as hell. So he'll play special teams the first year. We need a gunner. He'll be really good on special teams, getting down there tackling people. He'll be great. But uh, yeah, and then we got two tight ends that are both, you know, uh, you know, uh, if something happens, Gronkowski doesn't come back. We got some depth there. So I mean, I'm okay with the draft, you know. So it's hard to judge until the things pan out. We'll see what happens. Remember, Tom Brady was a six-round draft pick, so everybody relax. Yeah, Jack. Yeah. The uh, the uh, uh, Logan Hall. You know some things if you if you don't you know know much about him. He played at uh, at Houston. He's six six. He weighs two hundred thirty eight yeah. pounds. He's uh-huh. uh, he's good explosiveness off the ball. He can torque, turn, and toss opponents. Uh, he was rated or one of the people that they were targeting with that 27th pick the bucks yeah but they traded down and they didn't want to trade down again because there was talk of maybe trading even down further to get some more draft capital or or some you know maybe perhaps a player or something for that right. first pick in the second round but they didn't want to let this guy get away and unfortunately that probably means that the doesn't guarantee it but it probably means that the dom has played his last game as a buccaneer i don't think so i think sue's coming back mm-hmm. i really do i think this guy's going to be a rotational rotational guy uh, he'll be a developmental guy. They'll probably want to put another 20 pounds on him his rookie year, get him up to, you know, 260, 270. 
Um, he's fast, though. I mean, he hits he hits the gap hard. Like I watch a lot of his highlights. So, no, I think he's a he's a rotational development guy. I don't think they're going to put that much weight on his shoulders as a rookie. Um, I think I think Sue's going to come back for one more year. I like this. I always like weird stuff, like quirky stuff about the draft. And and I tweeted this out. Greg Allman uh, tweeted it initially. I retweeted it. But Logan Hall, where he grew up. The street that he grew up on was North Buccaneer Lane. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. cool. Isn't that badass? A little foreshadowing there, yeah. And, uh, you know, he seems to be a good character. That's the thing the Bucks do um, since Bruce Arians came into the into the fold. The Bucks draft character people, too. I don't know if you've noticed, but they all seem to have that one trait that is they don't carry this chip on their shoulders, douchebag level. This Gadecki guy you got to give him a pass. He's an O-lineman. You want a mean O-lineman. You don't want a passive O-lineman. Tristan Wirfs is so nice. It's hard to believe how mean he is on the field because he's so nice in real life. Um, same thing with Donovan Smith. They're not like these glass eaters like Ryan Jensen and uh, this this Gadecki kid and you know some of these other offensive linemen. So um, we'll see, though. Like I, I, I think it's going to be just fine. We weren't a team that needed a whole lot, too. That's the thing, you know. So, you know, I would have liked to have seen, seen him get, like, an inside linebacker as a depth piece in case, you know, White or uh, or um, Levante go out, you know. But I'm happy with what they do. I, I trust the Bucks and I believe in Jason Light, and I'll let the, I'll let the chips fall where they may. I'm not going to freak out in the offseason over the draft. It, it wasn't that bad. The other thing I, I liked about this is just kind of a quirky thing about Logan Hall is he is younger. It's finally happened. That Logan Hall is younger than Tom Brady's career by yes. about six days. He was born about six days after Tom Brady was drafted in the sixth round in, uh, what was it, 99? Yeah, isn't that crazy? That's wild. Yeah, so weird. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I love little uh, little nuggets like that. So, yeah, we'll see what happens, man. I'm excited. I think I think Gronk and Sue are coming back, but, you know, maybe I'm wrong. The uh, Bucks did get a few new wide receiver toys, too. I know they picked up uh, Western Kentucky dude who's really fast and had an insane amount of production at Western Kentucky. I mean, ov- way over 1,000 yards rushing. One game, yeah. he, uh, he's, he's a killer. But I don't know. He's small. That's the thing. Now, there is some rumors. Obviously, Rob Gronkowski is the next one. We want to know if Rob Gronkowski is coming back to play tight end for the Bucks. They also drafted a, a, uh, a tight end from Washington. Uh, Cade Otten, I believe, is his yeah, name. Yeah, he's, he's he looks great. Yeah, he does. and we and they got another tight end, uh, small small uh, small school guy um, from I'm Minnesota, Co Co Keefe or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Did you see his uh, his video of him getting the call? No. Oh my God, it's so great, dude. He's like in a he's like a Midwestern boy. They're in like the garage with their family and friends. And he and he's on the phone. He's in one of these fold-out chairs, and he's on the phone. And you see him put his hand up in the air, and everybody starts going, "Oh my God, is this it? Is this it?" And he goes, "Yeah, thank you, Coach Bowles." And you hear somebody in the background go, "Tampa," <laughs> and then uh, you know after he gets off the phone, everybody goes crazy. But it it was just like, man, you you feel so good, you know. It just makes you get all misty for the kid, you know. So yeah, it's great. Really, really cool. I mean, having those two tight ends, it certainly doesn't mean that Rob Gronkowski's not coming back. And the Bucks getting these little wide receivers, this may be something that Tom Brady wants to change about the offense from last year. This could be good news for Scotty Miller, you know, and these other little wide receivers. So there is another smallish 
wide receiver that Tom used to play with in New England. That was one of his favorite targets, one Julian Edelman, who is retired as of right now. Uh, somebody asked Rob Gronkowski about uh, Julian Edelman and what that would mean for his future. I have some audio from that. You are good friends with Ju- Julian Edelman. If he were to sign with the Bucks today, would you come back for one more year? Oh, yeah. If Julian signs with the Bucks right now, I'm coming back for a whole nother year. Oh, Hands boy. down. I was just with him last night, and uh, he needs to sign with the Bucks. So there you go. He's making it known. He wants Julian Edelman here in Tampa Bay. How would you feel about that? Uh, yeah. If it, especially if it brings Gronk back. It's not going to hurt the team to have Julian Edelman. Like, well, how would it hurt the team at all? It wouldn't hurt us at all. It'd be fun. He's a fun guy. Is he a free agent, or would it be a situation where the Bucks would have to give New England some sort of compensation to sign him? I'm not sure. I think since he's been out of the league for a while, it may be. I think if you're if you're retired longer than than what your contract would have been for the team, then you don't have to be obligated. But I'm not real sure on that. I'd have to check. You know, it's not my field of expertise. If he was 65 and needed health insurance, I could help him. But, um, you know, that's uh, it's not. It's, uh, I really don't know. I can't speak on it. But I, I think if I had to take an educated guess, I'd say, you know, he's probably been out of the league long enough to, uh, you know, to have that contract not be valid anymore. So not being, uh, the Bucks wouldn't have any any obligation to make a trade. I don't know. Um, you know, look, it would be tough to, for Julian Edelman to make this team right now with the talent they have. Mm-hmm. So if he made it, it would just be in like, you know, he'd be a fourth, fourth, fifth receiver on this team. I mean, that's a fact, you know, if everybody's healthy. But we could use the help. Godwin, rumors are, are you know, been going around. Booger McFarland said, you know, a couple of weeks ago that, you know, he had information that Godwin wasn't going to be ready until like December or November. So, you know, we, we may need some help. Yeah, yeah. I mean, li- listen, if it gets Gronk back, whatever Gronk wants, yes. as far as I'm concerned, sign Julian Edelman. I don't know how much juice he has left in the tank, but, hey, one more run for Tom Brady's probably, you know, yeah. final year here in Tampa. Man, I'd be all for it, 100%. Totally agree. Like you, like you said, if it brings Gronk back. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.